Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is... January 18th, the time is about 11.30 a.m. Radio New NPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call for the past 10 years. If you have any questions, uh, please uh, put your camera on and let us know if you're a newcomer so that we can promote you. Uh, let uh, Sruti or Gayatri know that, uh, our team know that you're a newcomer. Go ahead, uh, Sruti. Sure. Shaila? Yeah, hi, uh, Rahul. So actually, uh, my issue is that I have um, uh, the H-1B visa uh, stamped in my passport till April 22nd. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and I just wanted to know if I need to travel to India uh, uh, within that, say in, in February and come back to US in March, will I be able to do that with that existing stamping or I would need to go for stamping in India again? So you have the stamping until April of 2022, but you have the H4 extended beyond that time? No, I have uh, my I-797 petition extended till uh, 2023, but my H1B... So why is that your stamping is only until this time and uh, you extended it once you came into the United States after your last visit? Yes, yes. You can, but when you come back though, if they don't issue an I-94 until your 797 expires, which they should, they should, they -hmm. should though, but sometimes they don't. So when you come into United States, you have to check whether your I-94 is issued only until April or is it issued until 2023? If it's issued only until April though, Mm -hmm. then you have a couple of options. You can go to Mexico and come back. That's one option. Or you can file an extension. That's another option that you have. Okay, but they will allow me to enter U.S. I have no problem. I have no problem in them allowing you. They will definitely allow you until April for sure. Okay. And then I need to go for I-94 extension. Yes. Then you need to go for I-94 extension. But make sure when you come back, check the I-94 immediately. Don't check it in May or June, okay? You'll be in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Okay, then. Thanks. Next person, please. Satish Kumar. Hey, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. Uh, I actually got my henchman uh, in the in the 2021 lottery. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. what happened was, uh, uh, you know, I was actually slated for a project. But because I got an RFE, I actually got my henchman only end of December. By then, uh, you know, the company actually had someone else uh, uh, put in that cushion. Now, as of now... Do, uh, do, do you mean to say you got the H1B approval until December? Oh, no. So I got my H1 as part of the lottery and I got my H1 only in this December. So the H1 is valid for 
uh, uh, three years. Okay. Right. So uh, the point is the company uh, which applied for my H1, the project actually fell through because uh, I was supposed to uh, uh, join them. I got uh, the, the project fell through that. Right. Right. So now, okay. now my point is how long can I be without a job or a project? Because right now the, the company is not paying me with that. 60 days. 60 days. Got it. And, and so uh, can I switch to a different employer? Uh, Absolutely. You can. You have the I-94, is it right? Yes, you I have, have it. it. Yeah, you can switch. Okay, and uh, what suppose if my current employer terminates my H1? So still, do I have like 60 days for me to find a new That's employer? Right. That is right. All right. Next question. Just, sorry. Just one, one last thing, sorry. Uh, so imagine if I, if I lose a month now, can I recapture that when I file an extension later on? When you say recapture, you mean the six-year period? Uh, no, uh, like... Probably, uh, you know, after my three years are done, uh, when I do a, another H1 extension. Uh, why, like are you, I, why, why are you even contemplating that though? Why can't you think of filing a green card application and get over that six year? Right, got it. Okay, yeah. think over that. Think in the long term, better things, okay? Right. Thanks, thanks a lot. Next person, please. Adya. Uh, thank you, Rahul, for taking my question. Uh, so right now I'm with an employer A and uh, mm -hmm. my H-1B is extended till 2025 January and they have mm -hmm. per and my perm is with a priority date of Jan 2020. I-140 mm -hmm. is approved, five months old. Uh, so it's approved in the month of September. So it will finish mm -hmm. its 180 days in the month of March. Mm -hmm. So right now my uh, client is offering me a full-time job. And they said they can do my H-1B transfer and keep me on my H-1, but they'll not be able to do a green card process because of some company's organization rules that they have. Not mm -hmm. now that they can promise a green card process. Mm -hmm. so they said they can wait till April I'll, until I finish my six months with my current uh, employer and then move on. Uh, so I just wanted to know how is my H-1B going to look further after I move to that uh, full-time job or employer B. I'm assuming that by the time you move to the employer B, you will be completing 180 days, right? After yes. your I-140 is approved. Yes. You can use this I-140. Okay. You can use this I-140 for extending your H-1B until your lifetime. You can use okay. this I-140 to move to company B and from company B to company C, company C to company D, D to E, and all the way to Z's. You can, you can keep on moving without any problem. So my H-1Bs wouldn't be any, uh, wouldn't no. be under any issue. So no. uh, And your husband can get a H-4 EAD based on this I-140, even though your company withdraws the I-140 after 180 days has been approved. Okay. So even though the withdraw still, it is going to be valid and I can carry forward that. Yes, that is okay. right. The only thing you cannot do with it is to get the green card, file a 485 application. That is what you cannot do. Okay. And I, if it gets current, can I be able to extend my H-1Bs if my priority date There is a current? chance. There is a chance instead of three years, they may extend only for one year. If it gets current and I'm still not applying for my green card, I'll be still able to extend my H-1Bs, but that will be on a one-year basis. One-year basis. That's right. Next person. Okay. And the other question I had. Go ahead. Can I unmute Adya Rahul? Yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, and the other question I had is, if I get into a priority date uh, and my current employer is not sponsoring me yet, uh, so how quick should I be moving on to another employer to file my green card process? Or ASAP. Is there a timeline? There's no ASAP. timeline, but you, it is in your best interest to move ASAP at that time. Since you're 2020, I'm not worried for you right now. Okay, okay but if it comes closer, you should try to you should try to move as soon as possible. Okay, so down the line, five years is what I I might have. I cannot. Uh, <laughs> you're asking too many questions. So next person, please. I can give chance to other people. Uh, hi Rahul, uh, thanks for taking the call. Um, so I had downgraded uh, to EB3 during uh, November of 2020. Um, and still waiting for my EAD AP green card. Um, but I recently saw like the priority date for EB2 just move up then EB3 and my priority date is current. It's September, 2012. I think it is Jan 2013 right now. Uh, so I'm just thinking like, should I refile uh, my 485 in EB2? Are there any issues or conflicts? Uh, did you, did you, um, did you, uh, did you, uh, did you use the EAD? No, I haven't received the EAD or advanced okay. The answer or... to my question is no. Did you, um, did you, is your I-140 approved? Yes, I-140 is approved under EB3. No. I-140 is approved under EB3. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a very tough choice, though, whether you should do the refiling or there is something called interfiling. It's a very tough choice. Okay. It's a very tough choice. I want you to make it, I want you to watch this video and then make a choice. Okay. okay. And, and, and uh, if I refile, um, what are the cost? Is it just to file the cost of filing the 485 in EB2? Yeah. You don't file I-140 again. Okay, we don't have to file under EB2 again, right? For no, if I you refile, you are filing I-485. We don't. You don't file I-140 again. You already okay. have an I-140. Before. So my, my I-140 was approved in 2014 under EB2, but this time also when we downgraded, the I-140 is also approved in EB3 as well. That's fine. You use. You don't have to file an I-140 again. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, uh, Rob. Thank you. Next person, please. Nitya. Hey, hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, we are going to refile the I-485, and this question mm -hmm. is regarding that. Uh, the question is, do we still need to fill the I-944, the Declaration of Self-Sufficiency? No. Is it still there? It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that's that's great to know. Because yeah, I'm that is very good. Yeah, I'm in H-4, and uh, am I eligible to apply the credit card? What credit card? Uh, because they are always asking for this uh, history and the credit score. Well, and that's, stuff. First of all, mm -hmm. the 944 doesn't exist. The credit history doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Okay. It doesn't exist anymore. If you're okay. refiling, you don't need it. If you're filing fresh, you don't need it. It doesn't okay. exist. The 944 form doesn't exist. Right. It's deleted. Mm -hmm. But just in case I want a credit card, is it okay? If, uh, because I'm in a dependent visa. So, so you mean to say... To so you mean to say just because you're on H4, if you apply for credit card, will it create any problem for your immigration? The answer yes. is no, no ma'am, oh. it will not. 
I okay. myself on H four got a credit card. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good to know. And while refiling I four eight five, should the company pay the legal fees, or my husband can pay the legal fees? Either, Is either of you. either of you can pay the legal fees there is no requirement only company has to pay the legal fees it's only the labor certification that the, okay. that you cannot pay the i140 and 485 you can pay okay thanks thanks rahul that's all next next person please sudeep kumar hi hi rahul uh, almost good afternoon I spoke sure, to you sure. la, uh, October twenty twenty one when I refiled my EB two. My priority date is March two thousand twelve. Filed in October twenty twenty, did not get I one forty four eighty four or EADs. I spoke to you and uh, I did refile my on uh, e, in EB two. And uh, as soon as I got my uh, receipt notices, I filed for my withdrawal things. But by the time the Texas Center reacted, all my old 485s, which are in downgrade, and my I-140, which is not approved yet, moved to Nebraska right now. So should we send another letter to Nebraska to withdraw it again? Why are you withdrawing though? I don't know why you're withdrawing it though. Uh, my old I-140, because uh, my new I-485 has moved seven times, and I don't know where my 485 is right now. Because whenever I call him, I get a different answer. Uh, one person says. So that's 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 not a big matter that it's kept on moving though. But I don't understand why you withdraw the four eight five, the previous four eight five. I didn't understand it. But if it's been withdrawn, if you want to go and pursue the withdrawal, I will not do pursue the withdrawal. Leave it as okay. it is. Okay. Even the I I one forty that is pending, just leave it as it is. Yes, that is right. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll just leave it as is then. Thank you. Ramya. Next yeah. person. Hey, hi. Uh, uh, I'm Ramya Saspend. So I have. Uh, hey, Rahul. Hi. Uh, I have a quick question for you. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, my wife. My uh, my wife. She was on H1, uh, and her H1 got, got uh, completed uh, on August 2021. and uh, she moved to f1 visa and she got her f1 stamping back in india in september and came back to us and doing her masters right now so if she is going to apply for a new h1 uh, does she need to have out of status or out of the country to apply for a new h1 um so she completed the six years of h1b is that what you said yes yes and, and she doesn't have an i140 no doesn't have an i140 Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, so when she went to India, she spent how much time in India? Um, maybe one month. Ah, she no. went in. She cannot. She, she cannot get the H1B unless I-140 is approved. Oh. Okay. So she has to complete her masters, go back, and then maybe. So let on me ask you one. Yeah. Let me ask you one question though. What yes, is your yes. visa status? Right now, I'm on F1. so my h1 okay. got pegged and uh, it is in process right now so and and a couple of different things though is that you can apply for the labor and i140 she can move to the h4 ead that is a better option okay. there is no requirement that when a company is filing a form labor and i140 that she has okay. to be working on h1b for that company though okay okay you may so want my to look next question is uh if she is on opt or cpt if an employer is ready to file i140 can she do that 
Absolutely, she can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that that's that's one of my other questions. So, if uh, uh, yeah, if if an employer is ready to do it, so I thought it's uh, it's I have... better. It's better you plan your things much better than what you are doing, though. It may be okay. better for you to have a consultation with your lawyer and have a family planning for immigration. Okay. okay? Because okay. she spent six years, left the country, coming back, and now no, she can't get the H-1B, all planning, she should have that before though. If you plan it yeah. much better, Rahul, okay? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Spandana. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking my question. So uh, I uh, applied for 485 in October 2020, uh, downgraded from EB2 to EB3. When I applied, uh, my non-immigration status was H-4 and I was working on H-4 EAD, though I was the primary applicant and my husband was a derivative. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. So uh, then my H-1 was uh, uh, H-4, sorry, my H-4 uh, was uh, H-4 and H-4 EAD was pending for renewal in August. And due to H-4 EAD delays at that time, uh, August of 2021, uh, my, I did not get it on time before its expiry. I got it on in September 30th, so that for one month period, I worked on adjustment of status EAD. Uh, so I asked my employer uh, to update the I-9 to AOS EAD. And when my H-4 EAD came in September 30th, I asked him to again update my uh, I-9 to H-4 EAD so that I can continue my non-immigrant status. Now, my question is, uh, will I be eligible for refile? Because uh, there was a continuity in the non-immigrant status. No, you have to, if you want to refile though, I want you to go to Mexico and come back on H4. Okay. It's so called automatic revalidation. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. You don't need stamping on H4 to do it. Okay. Uh, so you can just go to Mexico and come back. I'll give you the thing. What is automatic revalidation? Okay. Wonderful. And then I'll be eligible to uh, do refile. Right. Because in the employment history, when we are providing, we're telling that you are employed with this company continuously. Then how right. are you employed? No H, um, no H, uh, no. Um, I did no, not change the employer. Right, it's right, the same right. employer. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, watch this called automatic revalidation. You can do that, okay? Okay, all right. Thank you so much, Rahul. Thank you. Anmi? Anmi? Um, hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Go ahead, sir. Yes, go ahead, sir. Um, so, recently we got the um, green card EADs, um, me Sounds and my good. wife. Yeah. So, now I, yeah, now I applied for my H1 and H4 extension for my wife. I got my H1, but my... Uh, uh, give me, give me, give me one second. There's some bad guy using all bad words. Um... Gayatri, can you ban that guy, please? Um, or take yeah, the help of Leo. Sure. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. I don't want. Yeah, so we recently applied H1 and H4, and my, I got my H1 extension uh, approved, but my wife H4 and uh, H4 EAD is pending. But now she needs to travel to India on an emergency. So, what are the uh, implications if she travels to India? Um, and when she I know you mentioned, right? She can come back on a green card EAD, right? But advanced what will happen? Parole, to, not EAD. Advanced yeah, parole. Yeah, advanced parole. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But what will happen so, to the H4 and H, uh, H4 EAD that I applied? 
So, so it will continue. They will process it though. But technically speaking about, she would be married to the adjustment of status. And if she wants to undo it, okay, if she wants to undo it, okay, you have to, if she wants to undo it, the best thing is for her to go to Mexico and come back. But my main question is that why are you guys so loud with this non-immigrant status? I don't understand it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all we came here is to get rid of the H-1B and then you still want to cling on it. I don't understand it. <laughs> but if you still want to, without going for stamping though, if you still want to, without going for stamping, you can do the Mexico option that I told you, automatic revalidation that I just gave it to the other lady. Okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, but what will happen if I travel now on uh, advanced payroll since I have my H1? So when I come back, still I'm marrying like uh, EAD or like still I can maintain my H1? You are coming back on EADs, right? Yeah, advanced payroll. Yeah, basically, right? Advanced yeah. payroll. You, you're married to the additional status. Okay, but still I can maintain my H1, right? Or no? You can if you, it's depending on which way you think about. If you want okay. to move to a different company, you may not be able to do okay. it. If you want to stick with the same company, extend it, you can do it. So if you want to change the status, you cannot do it. If you want to refile, you cannot do it. So there are certain things you can do it. So there are certain things you cannot do it. But if you want to do all of them, do the same thing like what I'm suggesting you for your wife. Go to Mexico and come back. Mexico and come back? Okay. Okay. Yes. Get a stamping. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I didn't say stamping. You added the stamping though. Yeah, I, I had the stamping, yes, yeah. Oh, Mexico stamping. You don't need to get stamping when you go to Mexico. Watch okay. the video I gave it to you, okay? Okay, sure, yeah. Next person, please. Lakshmi. What are you doing on the stamp disk? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Yes, go ahead. Um, actually, I have a question about a uh, green card. So, uh, my husband's employer actually, uh, uh, so he actually moved from employer A to employer B. And then uh, now uh, his uh, priority date became current and uh, his employer A is ready to uh, file uh, uh, a green card again now. So, uh, uh, but that is into consulting. He wanted to be a full-time employer. Uh, he wanted to move to a full-time employer later. But after applying a green card and uh, once we have EADs, uh, how long uh, do we have to stay with the employer again? Six months. Okay. And uh, and after six months, if, if at all, uh, still uh, the uh, green card is still in process uh, and if we need to travel uh, and... Uh, do we have to, I mean, can we still maintain the status of uh, H1 and H4? I, I you understand. Can. You can. I don't understand why you guys love the H1 and H4. Um, I mean, yeah. because still the green card is in process. That's the only oh, good, good for us. Good for us. You know, I can make more money. Why not? Um, that's how, you know, that's why I entered into the business is because I can make more money. I should be trying to advise you, maintain all the non-immigrant status and still go for snapping and, and the more trouble that you get into, the more money I'll get into it. Uh, yeah, you can still maintain the, uh, he can travel and still maintain. And let's say if I go uh, using advanced parole and if I come back uh, and uh, if I don't maintain H1 or H4 status, that is still fine, right? That is still fine. Okay. I let my status go when I was you. <laughs> yeah, things were maybe okay. that easy at that time. <laughs> 
but they haven't changed from that and actually in those days the it used to take a lot more time to get the 485 approval you don't know the things there but anyway okay. i okay. tell the guys people don't want to listen they want to make money for me <laughs> i should not object to it next person please oh sorry one last question uh, about medicals uh, how are uh, how long are they valid uh, before filing the 485 uh, 60 days but they have okay. extended recently though but anything that has been done before october should not be used okay if it is after october you can use it now next person please ajesh reddy hello sir hi hello sir uh, i'm adesh i recently came to us i'm doing my masters in data science under professional hybrid and my question is is it fine to do jo- job under uh, on cbt now which university you are going to i am already in jersey st peter's university um so we so you're in the first semester or second semester third semester now i am in second semester we do not recommend for the first year cpt only after you complete the second semester Actually, uh, this college is providing day one cpt for uh, other students many uh, it's i'm doing under professional hybrid who are doing on professional hybrid we do not we do not like any day one cpt universities we consider them all illegal okay and you may ask a question how did they give a visa to me if they are illegal well they yes. don't know it and sometimes they trap it watch the things of silicon valley university tri valley university university of north new jersey university of farmington all these universities were also given visas given i20 given those things and then they put them in jail and some of so, them even the students too okay so we, i cannot are... advise any devan cpt universities i personally cannot endorse them next so... person please i don't do devan cpts and get and out of the want... university and do Get you want to do... okay mehta some place mehta jas hi rahul hello sorry hey. how are you good good go ahead jas please oh, sorry yeah sure thanks for giving me a chance so rahul a quick question we recently received our uh, green card uh, and thanks for your advice and everything so now i want to travel uh, to india uh, any like uh, i'm still uh, technically working on h1b so any um, well, advice what do you mean h1b you got a green card your h1b is cancelled uh, okay okay but for you don't have the h1b you don't okay. have the h1b anymore okay no problem that means that's fine but uh, to travel to uh, you like india and coming back anything that uh, is specifically to be taken care of on the documentation side do you have the green card with you in hand yeah yeah okay so it's not like it's approved and you did not receive you you have the green card in in hand yeah yeah absolutely no problem you can travel no uh, are you traveling for more than 6 months to outside the country uh yeah, it and uh, like few months 3 4 months uh, okay. it can get extended so and my i will, well, well, I will well, well, lose my job you, here do, uh, as well you, due to your your job has no, nothing to do with your travel yeah but i would strongly recommend jazz to not extend beyond 6 months though there sure. are some negative implications that you will get it for citizenship if you extend it beyond 6 months sure 
Okay. If it's under six months, it's okay. Here is the yeah. reason though. For a citizenship application, you must maintain the physical residency here. If you are absent for more than six months, they can consider that you have abandoned the residence and may not be giving. They may create a trouble for citizenship. Sure. That's one reason, main reason I want people to. If you're planning to go more than six months, I want you to consult privately. But if you're planning to go for less than six months, I have no problem. You can travel. You have okay. a job. You don't have a job. It will not matter for your travel. Okay. Thank and you. it will not matter. It will not matter for your citizenship either. Next sure. person, please. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Mehta, yeah, I was about to point out. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. How are you? Good, good, good. Okay. Uh, Rahul, on the August uh, uh, 16, 2021, I went through the green card interview. Mm -hmm. And uh, my wife's EAD with a parole visa and my EAD with a parole visa has came. But I have a twin daughters, like, you know, their EAD parole visa is not came yet. And though it is 120 days past, like, like, you know, I never received any information from the, from the USCIS regarding the green card. The interview went successful. So what is the priority date? Is it current or not? It's a priority date. Mine one is the August 2014. So it is not current. Yeah, so we have seen some family members getting got some benefits. Other people did not get benefits. We have seen the uh, files getting separated. I don't know how they did it though. Um, there is nothing that can be done if it's okay. only how long it's been that you have had filed the uh, year and uh, advance for. Uh, I filed in the October two thousand and twenty. So raise a service request for your daughters. Okay. That's so all daughter, should, daughter should also get the EAD, right? With the parole visa. Did you apply? I did. I did apply. You have the receipt notice? I do have that. Okay. Yeah, you can raise. They should get the advanced parole and EAD too. Even if they okay. are five-year-old or whatever age, they should okay. get an advanced parole. Yeah, they are 13. They are 13-year-old. Oh, you get an EAD and advanced parole. You should raise a service request on behalf of them, okay? All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rahul. I'll take the last oh, caller, guys. Thanks, yeah. And, and, and Rahul, one more question, please. Um, for uh, 485J, I filed a, like, you know, one company who is going to hire me for the job. Like, so for that company, how long I have to be with them? Like, you know, because some people say it's like, so, so, so you mean to say, you mean to say the company that filed the 485 application, right. you left the company and joined another company or still got it? Yes. yes okay. Okay. So first company you work for six months, the Correct. second company, you can keep on changing every week. Every day. Okay. 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 Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. I'm, I'm going to release one 485J thing. You may want to sub look into that. I'm going to add this question. How long I have to stay? There's all the questions. Okay. Okay. Thank you. The next person, please. Srini. Srini. Uh, uh, good afternoon, uh, Rahul, sir. Uh, firstly, uh, my sincere thanks uh, for your service. Sure. So now my question, uh, I'm a green card holder and my brothers are citizens here. So now we are planning to uh, bring our mother here and uh, have her a green card uh, process here. So I would like to you know your advice, sir, like would this be better or uh, the uh, consular processing? I want you to listen very carefully though, because there are some inner meanings I'm going to give it. You should only understand it. I cannot tell it, okay? Sure, sir. If you do the consular processing, uh -huh. If you file an application here for a period of 
two to three years, your parents cannot visit the United States. Okay. Got it? Got it, sir. Got Which it. is not a good thing. If right. they are here in United States, uh-huh. when you apply, it will take about one and a half year to two years for them to get this green card. But uh-huh. for a period of one year, they cannot travel outside the country. Okay. Okay. And wait. What I'm going to be speaking right now is where you need to listen very carefully. Okay. They cannot come into United States with the intention of getting the green card on a B2 visiting visa. Okay. They can change their mind once they come into United States, but they cannot have it. If they have the intention of settling in United States, and they come into United States and the US and they find that out, they may be put in detention for two to three days and send them back to their home country. And that will be the end of the story. Oh. How would they come to know? I don't know. WhatsApp, emails. Some of the people have come on one-way ticket and so on and so forth. One person has come 10 times, all the time B2. This time she came permanently at the end of it. So... Their intention to come on a B2 visa is not to settle in the United States. Once they come here, if they change their intention, it's not a problem. Okay. And a lot of people will like, oh, what about the paperwork? What, will I, what do I am going to do with the collecting paperwork? Paperwork is not an issue. Okay? okay. I have a Brahmastra. If I use it, they will lay flat and give the green card for the parents. Oh, got and it. And I will tell and I will tell you that Brahmastra to you, don't tell to anybody else. Mm-hmm. If they question the paperwork, if they question they are your parents are so-and-so, hit them with DNA. Okay. Okay? okay. Once you hit with the DNA, <laughs> there's no sinful guy, a guy who's any intelligence will deny the 485 application for your parents. Okay? okay. But okay. be careful, they cannot come into this country with an intention to get a green card. They can come and then change their intention. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow. Thank you you so much. Don't forget that we do have a a uh, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time live YouTube and Facebook, and you can ask questions there. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.